a guy literally came and he said that the only reason why you're sitting here is because they were trying to tick boxes. My God. You know, that was, and uh, you know, wow. thinking about it, I, it, that was so patronizing because you don't want to say that, oh yeah, we have women working and we don't just have women, we have black women working. I am Daniel Itomi, your host, and welcome to the 20-something Experience Podcast, where we listen and learn from the lives and experiences of young adults across the world. In this episode, we discuss about being a woman in a man's world, and I have a special guest here with me to speak about her own experiences. Um, hi, guys. Uh, my name is Ruby Tagematakema, and I am a researcher, um, an educational technology researcher, I also run a group called Fudge Woman and a social enterprise called Tech Rubies. Thank you very much. So tell us a bit about Tech Rubies. Okay, um, so there are basically two parts of Tech Rubies and I'll tell you about the two of them. Um, the first thing I noticed was there are not a lot of women represented in tech. And so even when I started my tech journey, because I studied software engineering for my undergrad, I found that I had a limited number of role models that I could access Okay. Um, and I also struggled with making a lot of decisions, even in deciding to study software engineering, because I mean, tech is so broad. And because of that, I ended up struggling a bit. Um, God helped me and I found my course, you know, finished it and all. And looking back, I still found that there were young girls like myself who st- still struggle like that. And so the initial inspiration for Tech Rubies was to help younger girls and younger women in tech find their niche and navigate you know themselves through their career in that niche and so it was just about providing support providing motivation and inspiration you know based on how I navigated my way through to where I am now and you know that's just the um you know community I'll say community aspect of it the business part of it is that we try to help um young um upcoming startups with digitalizing some of their processes so it could be creating websites it could be um helping them with any digital process really so there's the business aspect of it and there is a community aspect of it so the way that we make money or the reason why we call ourselves a social enterprise is that we help startups digitalize their processes wow i actually love that so much what we want to focus on especially in this um, episode yeah is how women are so underrepresented mm. in so many fields of life and women have to still try the hardest yeah. and still go through the most let me blow your mind with this fact can you guess how many women run companies in the fortune 500 list i actually just read that recently in Ma- malcolm gladwell's book i can't remember but i just it's, it's less than it's less than 10 percent, isn't it it's, it's less so than crazy 10%. only 7.4 yeah. percent yeah. of women yeah i was like how like how does that it's crazy. <laughs> that literally blew my mind because there are lots of women that are far cleverer than these men yeah but they just aren't given the opportunity and mm-hmm. i was reading it was, this was on the fortune website and i was reading that they said this um, for every 100 men promoted and hired to a manager position, only 72 women are promoted and hired for the same role. Wow. And it goes even lower for women of color. For black wow. women, it's 58. And these are wow. for entry-level managerial yes. roles. We're not talking senior roles. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And it's so crazy. Like, what do you think? What do you think is the reason for that? 
Um, I think I should first of all say that I think we're, we're starting to challenge these narratives and I'm really, really happy for our generation, honestly. We're starting to confront these things head on. And if I'm looking back and asking myself what possibly could be the reason, I would say, first of all, we women have to take responsibility. We've allowed this to happen, okay? Um, you know, knowing fully well that you're qualified for the same job that your colleague who is a guy has been, has, has been qualified for, has been given, you know, what stops a woman from literally going to meet a manager to say, hey, what was the reason why this person was promoted and I wasn't promoted? And a lot of times you find out a lot of women, you know, because of our, our emotional sides or because of the side that makes us think about other people, they begin to feel, oh, I really don't want any problem or trouble. I don't want to be fired and all of that. And so we settle. And I read that in when I was um, reading um, Sheryl Sandberg's Leaning. She was talking about how some of us need to like accept to be in a room, like you're in a room of power. Don't feel like, oh, I shouldn't be here or don't feel like, oh, I shouldn't speak that way. You know, if you feel like your rights are being infringed on there's no reason why you should speak up about it so i'll say that's definitely one of the reasons like we women definitely didn't, didn't take enough responsibility like i said in our generation i really strongly believe that more women are doing more they're speaking out more um <clears throat> they're taking responsibility more and that's very important um secondly i would also say that these things are also unconscious biases yeah as a result of the fact that we find that a lot of women, aside from a career that they're building, they have a family life. And that is not just limited to their, um, you know, nuclear family. There's also the extended family that a lot of women, particularly in the African descent, they take care of the extended families and all of that. So in the eye of a CEO, he's all, all, also thinking of who is going to be fully focused on this job, who is going to commit to doing this job to the T, to the I, like doesn't every crossing every T. And so they just imagine that, okay, because the woman has too many responsibilities, might as well just give it to a man who's only responsible responsibilities probably just to find money and give it to his wife to take care of the home do you understand so that unconscious bias as well has kind of settled in a lot of minds for a lot of people who run you know big um, big businesses and organizations and they just always decide you know let's give this to a man rather than a woman so i think it's also every single human being taking responsibility to unlearn those unconscious biases and you know realize that a woman having other responsibilities does not necessarily stop her from performing optimally in the job that she's given in her career so um yeah it's on two sides really women you know take responsibility and standing up and being in a room that they should be and also people both men and women you know fighting those unconscious biases and giving it to the most credible person and not the person that's a man yeah that's really good and you know one other thing that i would say as well is that there's specific roles that somebody somewhere had has mm. created for women i mean even buhari how many years ago he was saying that the role of a woman is in the kitchen yeah and yeah that doesn't that doesn't just come from somewhere he's what a 70 plus year old man yeah for 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 what most of his life or all of his yeah. life this is what his belief is when I think about the family, I'm like, the children are both the man and the woman's. For you to assume the oh, the woman will be distracted with the children, but, I'm yeah. like, but the man too as well, because I've seen fathers that are hands-on at home. Mm. So the argument that, oh, she will have less time, and this is after birth, this is like when the children are there. Yeah. It's a bit, it's really unfair. Definitely. And women, women get too much shit. It's yeah. so somehow, and even like, I was also checking like in the National Assembly, like how many women do we have? Yeah, and I don't know how mm -hmm. true this is. And he said that women occupy seven out of 109 Senate seats that. and only 11 out of 306 seats in the House of Reps. Mm. That mm -hmm. That is, for me, that is not even by chance. That is mm. a system that doesn't just believe in Definitely. women. Because women literally is like, how can you be underrepresented in the workplace, in politics, even at home? You're not even given as much <laughs> credit because, oh, you should be 
you should be cooking or you should be this or you should be that it's so crazy and obviously you are someone that's a pioneer in your field like you told me that what there was only two of you like two girls in yeah well how many how many people did you have in your Um, software engineering there was two of us and um by second year sorry by third year when we were going into fourth year the second girl dropped out to computer science wow so it was like wait what (laughs) yeah (laughs) It, it was actually very daunting i'm not going to lie it was really daunting and um just like you said about preconceived ideas you know I found out that in my class in my course whenever we had group work because obviously the guys would definitely be more than the girls because I mean being two of us we're definitely not in the same group and you could be the only girl in your group and they'll be sharing tasks and you know maybe the tasks involve building a you know it could be a website it could be a database and they would share like the programming stuff for the guys and maybe they would say oh how about you do the documentation or how about you do the writing and just the sharing of the work and it's like automatically just cancelling out the fact that I might be able to do this programming do you understand so like I said I, I don't know if it was intentional or not um you know but it's just something that's there that just makes people feel like oh she probably won't be able to do it as good as a guy would or as good as a man would and it's just something like I said that I really wow. feel like we're fighting strongly in our generation because by the end of um I would say my fourth year I, fa- I found out like maybe when they just give us an assignment I actually found guys coming around to say oh do you mind if we do it together and I was like oh so I, you feel like I've proven myself now right and it was just really weird because thinking back to first second year I was so scared in class I was I was so shy I wouldn't be speaking out because I would just make it feel like oh you don't know what's going on does that make sense so yeah, yeah like we've we've carried this for too long and i'm really glad that we're finally changing the narrative it's so crazy like you literally assume it straight off the bat mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. she might not be able to do this very well in my secondary school we yeah. grew up knowing that the girl is the smartest in the room yeah so when i went to uni and i saw like the girls there was what two girls out of what 90 of us mm-hmm. i immediately knew that these girls are probably very clever yeah so obviously i never had any interactions with them but in my mind i knew that okay these girls are probably very good and when mm. they they would speak up in class literally this one of the girls she was spanish and she would ask the teacher some question and i'm there like what are you <laughs> on about like yeah. you've not even got into this part of the course and you're already asking this question yeah and i was even going, i was going to ask as you are at the moment because mm-hmm. you obviously you're you're studying for a phd or you're yeah. researching for a phd whichever one mm. do you get any weird looks or have you been discriminated against purely because you're a young woman talk less of women being a young black woman oh yeah definitely like i said um for a lot like a long time i'll say first second year because i feel like it was the end of second year i started to think to myself like hey i actually know this thing and i'm not going to let anyone make me appear like i don't know it just because i'm a woman and so i think i got a lot more confident but before then you know i feel like i was really heavily patronized a lot of times just for being a woman i would be giving a letter a lesser part of the work I would be, you know, I, I felt like there was a good part of it anyways. I think I, we were always like the teacher favorites because we we're girls. And, you know, that's somehow also a problem there because they just yeah. felt, you know, let's pity them. You know, so that's, <laughs> it was also definitely a problem. But um, largely in a lot of places that I've been to and I've been a lot of places for conferences, um, you know, speaking engagements and all. And I find generally that there is that thing where they just feel she probably doesn't know it as much as the man. And it's actually so, so sad. And for me, unfortunately, it got me to a place where apart from being a woman, I was also hiding my age as well, because largely I think age is also a factor to a lot of people. They feel like certain experiences come with age. And so being a woman and then not the age that they think you should be, that is double like two things that you're fighting. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely feel like, um, you know, we're definitely changing our narrative because when you prove it one time, the chances are that the next time when they are in such a scenario, they're going to believe in the woman, which is why I keep saying that women, we have a responsibility. Every time we allow such things slide, we need to know that we're making it worse for the next woman coming. Each time we stand yeah. up and we say, I'm going to do this and you prove that you can do it. You need to realize that the next time when such people are in the midst of other women, they are now going to say, oh, you know what? Okay, that woman did it last time, so we should give this woman a chance. So we are making ways for ourselves each time we stand up, you know, for any position or any work that they feel like we are incapable of. You know, you we never really like understand you fully because like as a guy, mm-hmm. you never go through this. You don't have to prove yourself. Whereas mm-hmm. you could be an overqualified woman and people still kind of especially men yeah still give you like give you the side eye because they're like hmm, yeah like she yeah. may be a woman but does she really know yeah. her stuff it leads me to another point where i know that like women are fighting the good fights but why i'm a skeptic for is really going anywhere in the near future is because as long as there are older men in positions of power mm it's hard for you to kind of break that barriers because as long as these people are the ones deciding and mm-hmm. not just older men even older women with the same beliefs yeah mindsets <laughs> will literally be the, the roadblock it's, it's just almost like i just feel bad because yeah, and yeah. It, because it's just like what, what do you then do mm-hmm. and the worst part for me one thing I've, i'm not a believer of is all these women in ibm all these mm-hmm. things that these big companies do. as far as these companies are big and their social media it's all big pr because yeah it's not it's not this year that it started no why is it still in 2020 there's still yeah. what, 37 women it's a out of <laughs> literally out of 500 CEOs that's what 7.4 percent that's a joke what happens is when there's like a stop like when you get to a certain position it's like yeah that's the end yeah and you can imagine that it's so it's so long and painful because you start to question yourself yeah like am i good enough like uh, do i really know this so true and that then leads to you going back into your show and the next thing you, you do you then end up doing the jobs that are tagged like female jobs yeah you just because that's what you get you exceed in and it's like if you think of nowadays you think oh who's a content creator it's a woman but when you think okay who's the ceo of a top a top tech company or Mm. a top company in general you almost wouldn't think of a woman Mm. and then we go into politics it's like why is it so crazy that a woman can be president because Mm -hmm. the university degree and the experiences you get are not gender specific so why is it that the presidency has to be gender specific so true you know like why like where did that come from you know mm. Mm. and there's also the, the issue of equal pay where's your where, what's your stand on that hmm. um you know honestly it's going to be the first time i think i'm publicly going to give an opinion on that really yeah <laughs> i honestly stay away from conversations um as such um but i'm going to say that genuinely why what what's the reason why why should a man earn higher than a woman that's doing the same job with him like and i think that it's it's a system that has been put in workplace intentionally where there's kind of like this kind of stigma about talking about your your pay like how much you're getting paid because obviously your hr doesn't want you to know that the man doing the same job as you is earning more than you okay yeah um so it, it, it actually it's never made sense to me as to how there are actually companies that pay men higher than women for whatsoever reason 
And, um, you know, I, I'm just against it, like morally, logically, looking at the numbers, facts, everything, I'm just against it. And, you know, I think that this was the initial origin of feminism before it kind of blew out into all manner of things. That the original plan was just fighting for the rights of women to ensure that we are not being cheated, that there's no bias, particularly with paying, like with, with, with salaries, ensuring that people are getting paid you know what they are worth and that is equal to their counterparts and not just because they're being they you know just because they're women so um yeah when it comes to pay that it really aches me honestly i really don't like to talk about it because it annoys me it's like <laughs> wait what <laughs> you know i just yeah. trying to tell me that because i'm wom- a woman that i had no say over i should get paid less than the man just because he's a man <laughs> it's, it's really a joke it really is and there's a line of argument that goes that it is like it's so like men would earn more working the same job and same hours as a woman because the quote-unquote dedication because the woman would oh she'll get pregnant then she'll Mm. go on maternity leave Mm. then she would have like she's more likely to um be out of the office more because of this or because of that Mm. so because the men it's like they say specific jobs like say construction jobs because men typically would be would be stronger than women mm. that's why they deserve to be paid more in that respect mm. so what, what's your take for those like that for that side of the argument I've, I've, i'll say that that's an assumption and that's an assumption that they they probably hold dear to their hearts because it kind of lets them do what they <laughs> want to do right because the fact of the matter is uh, if, if like logically speaking you know a, a woman is very very committed to anything that she is honestly passionate about and interested in any woman she is fully committed to it. And you need to know that generally the makeup of men and women, even you speak to a lot of men, they'll tell you they cannot multitask up to say four or five things at a time. A woman will do it with ease. So even if yeah. you find that, you know, she's committed to her family, she's committed to, you know, her extended family, probably committed to her side hustle at the same time, having a career that she is building. You cannot say that because she's raising a family, she's definitely not 100% on her job or her career. Does that make sense? And I believe that there are certain countries that have understood this and they've had to look at sweden look at norway you know these countries have gotten to a place where they have realized that you know what a man and a woman they're honestly both human beings you know and they've said that you know if a woman is getting one year maternity leave so should a man he should also take that one year maternity be able to take care of his family anything that a woman is getting a man is getting anything a man is getting a woman is getting you know so they are setting it's, it's not that it is something that it's not possible. We see that there are certain countries that have realized and they have acted on it. However, in the larger parts of the world, particularly in the African continent, this is something that we are still fighting on a daily because just like you said, there are men, women in high positions who have a mindset that limits you know, this move, you know, this move of allowing people to have positions just because they are qualified for it and not just because they are female or male, you know. So yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah, what do you think is the way forward? What is the way forward? Um, first of all, I always say that everything that you're doing, ensure that you're doing it excellently well, okay? Everyone is attracted to value. Where there's value, money comes, fame comes, everything is attracted to value. So try to be valuable. And when I say valuable, you can be valuable to a point where people are not considering any characteristic about you, your age, your gender, they just realize we want this girl to do this job. They're coming to look for you, okay? So you need to be that valuable to the point where you set yourself from every other person that does what you do. So for every individual, you need to focus on creating value that is excellent, value that is different from everyone else. Um, I think, secondly, a way forward would be, honestly, educating more people. 
on this like making people more aware just like i said at the beginning there's something called unconscious bias people don't realize they are bias because it's an unconscious thing it's just in their brain okay it's until you bring it a mirror in front of their brain and the brain says oh wait i'm actually being <laughs> i'm actually being biased but i don't even realize it and you know i i it was so so scary for me reading about you know the whole um, orchestra scene in america how you know they found out that a lot more men were getting into orchestras than women and so you know what they did they decided to start something called blind auditions so during blind auditions the, the judges couldn't see who was um auditioning or they could was here what they were playing and just from blind auditioning it literally rose to more than 50 percent of women started getting into orchestras wow. can you imagine that tells you that they didn't the judges and some most of the judges were women that was the funniest part they wow. did not realize that they were they just they just believed that the man would play better he would do better in an orchestra and so more men were getting into orchestras until now in the u.s the orchestra scene they do blind auditions so that people are not working with their unconscious biases unfortunately in other parts of the world we cannot do blind whatever for certain things but I, I think a good thing would be to educate people that you need to unlearn your unconscious biases. You need to confront them, fight them and let them go so that you can see clearly to make decisions because people are missing out on opportunities because of your unconscious bias. So more people need to be educated. So yeah, those two things, be valuable, be excellent and also confront your um, unconscious biases, fight them and ensure that you're not doing things just because you think this is what's ideal for a man. This is what is ideal for a woman. Yeah. That's that's really good. You know, have you ever heard of affirmative action? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think it should be affirmative action for for a woman mm. in the sense of like just in any field, not just in tech, like yeah. in politics? Like should should they just be given a chance just because they are women? Now that that that's where that's where we have a problem, and that's one thing with society. We're we're so we're, we're extremists. We're either on the that extreme or on that extreme. What we're looking for is a balance, okay? So you don't want a case that people begin to patronize you, which is which is which is the worst feeling than actually being able to say you no. Know, like when you just know that someone is doing something because they are pitying you, or someone is doing something because they don't want someone to say, oh, they are not diverse. Do you understand? Um, because yeah. I, I remember there was one job I worked, one IT job. I'm not even going to mention the name of the job. I literally <laughs> one day. A guy literally came and he said that the only reason why you're sitting here is because they were trying to tick boxes. My God. You know, that was, and uh, you know, wow. thinking about it, I, it, that was so patronizing because you don't want to say that, oh yeah, we have women working and we don't just have women, we have black women working. That was so, so patronizing for me to hear. Oh, and that geez. is my point that you don't want, we're not trying to get to society where people are doing it for ticking boxes, for eye service. No, let it be that we understand why we're doing let it be that we understand that male and female are equal particularly in the workplace obviously when it comes to talking about marriage it's a whole different dynamics but when it comes to career when it comes to work deliveries ensure that you are not placing one person above the other and in case you're called out on placing one person above the other the next course of action is not just begin to focus on the women no it's just about creating an, an equal playing field which is what most women are fighting for let it be an equal playing field in the workforce in, in in building their careers because really it's just unfair it's just unfair to just be treated differently from someone just because you're a woman you had no say yeah. over it so really yeah when he told you that how did you feel like what went through your mind <laughs> I, like how would i feel like i literally sat down there and it was funny because like they were now laughing because they're two guys they just started laughing and it was the truth it was actually the truth like obviously i haven't like thought about it like 
to like that way but to hear someone say it like that was like oh my god like so everyone actually knows what they're doing like this this like this guy obviously knows that some of us are here just because they're trying to tick boxes to say that they're diverse and inclusive that was literally what it was wow that is such a slap in the face (laughs) trust me it was how how horrible you have to be to literally see mm-hmm. somebody and say that mm-hmm. not even joke about it like say it to their literally. face and it's not like you guys are guys who like, <laughs> nope. you laugh like ha 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 i know nah that's a joke that's yes. a joke what would you say to like women or to like young girls mm. currently either in uni or they've just graduated uni trying to kind of make their way and break these stereotypes what's mm. your advice to them my advice to you, first of all, would be to believe in yourself. You need to know that if you're capable, you are capable. If he can do it, you can do it. And I'm not trying to make you, like, get you into a competition where you're f- always feeling like, well, I have to be better than him. No, it's, it's, it's we're all on different journeys. But you need to believe in yourself as a woman. And because of how society is, a lot of women struggle with confidence, okay? A lot of women have, their, their esteem has been brought so low. Thank God, like I said, I feel like our generation is doing an amazing job fighting it. And so the women coming after us definitely have a better chance at, you know, just living their lives as normal women and getting paid the same as men because I feel like the work is being done now. However, you have a responsibility to sustain and continue it by believing in yourself. Secondly, anytime where you feel like you are being cheated or where there is bias, speak up. Don't be the person thinking, oh, I don't want trouble. I don't want to be fired. I don't want to be seen as this and that you know there's this there's a sense there's there's a chance there's a there's a way that people look at women's assertiveness as aggression and i've gotten to a place where i i, I can't be bothered honestly <laughs> and because you know when a man is being assertive they're like oh he's so intelligent he's so smart but once they see a woman being assertive they're like oh no she's a bit too aggressive you know you need to literally zone out sometimes from talks like that because that talk is supposed to be an attack on your confidence and if you know you're doing an amazing job you know you know your stuff please ride on ride on so young women believe in yourself stand up and speak up where you need to and just trust process as well thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to like share and comment on this